is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go, Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Are you about to say something? You're getting ready for nope. it. Nope. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Break. I am hosting today. We have the full crew in here. But since I'm hosting, there will be no contract talk yeah. today. We are taking a break for that. From that, Works until further notice, we do know that... This is the you know, kiss of death. Like, death. like in five minutes, <laughs> they're about to say, hey, we got a press conference. Dak's going to sign. <laughs> hey, it might happen. I mean, Jerry Jones said it on the press conference or somewhere. I forgot where. He's been talking so much lately. Mm -hmm. But he said it that you still got like three days until the games, until, no, until it, the actual yeah, start of the season. Steven Jones said that yesterday after Zeke's presser, and I almost wept. I was like, don't do that to me, Steven. Give me that would be fun. Give us give us the weekend. Seven PM tomorrow night. That's and if that if it happens, I, I'm gonna humbly put that on you and Rob Phillips, because there won't be a whole lot I can do about it. LSU Texas. Like that's kind of a thing we've been talking about for seven Let's go. Three years really. Yep. And when they first announced it, me and Dave looked at each other like Please play a we home got game. A date. Yeah. <laughs> Please have a home game. And thank God! It. Thank God! We don't. We only have to get in our cars tomorrow and not hop Today? a flight. Oh no, no! I'm saying yes, not when the game's the game. over. Yeah. What's the bet? Is there a bet, or is there a friendly bet that we can talk about on the air? Well, yeah. yeah basically, our tickets. Like a ticket whoever, bet. Yeah. Whoever gets, whoever wins, doesn't have to pay for their ticket. So mm. that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. And you get to enjoy the game on the other person. So. Okay. It'll be fun. Okay. We're well, not really on the other <laughs> that's person. It, that's I'm all. sure we'll talk about it we again on Monday or something. Trust me. Follow our accounts on Twitter. And we will have some info. We'll have some stuff. It's going to be the game. Lit. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. They want to hear about the Cowboys, yeah, though. Will. Yeah. Let, oh, let's, oh, yeah. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Cowboys versus Giants. Before we get into that, I thought it would be appropriate to kind of talk about the press conference that happened yesterday, since it was a pretty interesting one. Uh, it was a fun That's one, one way especially. To put it, yeah. <laughs> especially with the the shirt that Jerry presented to Zeke, which kind of cleared up the air and and the questions that some people may have had as regards to the relationship there maybe creating some friction between mm -hmm. the two after he made the comment see who when he was asked about tony pollard's success basically can i just say this anybody that thinks that jerry that jerry ever gets like takes it personal when it has to do with dealing with players and contract situations they don't really know Jerry. Like, Jerry's not the kind that I don't think he's the kind of person that really gets too upset about anything regarding his players. I'll give you an example. You look at the the, the media, and they ride him pretty hard. And there are certain guys in this media, and I'm talking about guys that have been around here for a long time, some that don't even work in the media anymore, like Randy Galloway, Dale Hansen. Like, if you saw Jerry interact with those guys, you would think that they were his best of friends. Like, Jerry just doesn't take it personal. He really doesn't. And so I think when you start looking at that kind of stuff and people thinking because they were in a tough negotiation, which, by the way, this probably wasn't the toughest negotiation Jerry's ever had to deal with when it comes to a player. But when you're in a tough negotiation, 
Jerry thinks of it as business. And you go through the process and you figure it all out. And when it's all done, you shake hands, you say, you got me or I got you or we're both happy either way. And we move on and we're happy, right? Not only business, but fun. Yeah. Jerry sees the yes. sport in it. Like yes. Jerry loves that. The yeah. one he actually he talked about it on the radio today because of last week on the radio. The one way you can hurt Jerry Jones's feelings is to intimate or suggest that he doesn't care about winning. Oh yeah. And he called he cold called 1053 the fan last week cuz they he um Gavin was basically suggesting like, well, maybe the fire's just not burning for him anymore and he called in and was like uh-uh. <laughs> that ain't true. That's the one way and you can get to him. And, yeah, I mean, this classic Jerry Jones, like little, you know, if you want to call it friction, he turned it into a joke and is going to raise a ton of money for yeah. the Salvation Army selling a T-shirt for it. That's yeah. just classic. I thought I'd just put a bow on the whole thing, and it was a good way to do it. And, you know, and, and if you can sell some money, I mean, we sell some, sell some money. Some money. <laughs> Make some money. He could, he could probably sell money. He could probably sell money. He could sell money. I think he could probably. But the cool thing thing. is that it's tied in together with the Salvation Army. Yeah. So you're gonna be helping people around the area. Yep. And that's you know that's the Jones family's. I don't want to say their favorite, but it is one of their favorite causes. So. Win, spend wins. a lot of time and money resources on on working with Salvation Army. Wins and wins and wins. All right, now let's get back into the game and what's happening this weekend. I saw a lot of questions from fans as, uh, in regards to Zach Martin and his back. Are you guys concerned at all with him being limited this week and just having some question marks around him during the game? I, I don't think that um, there'll be a big question mark regarding like his play. I think he'll go out there and, and play well. I, I don't think, just be, with him being limited, I don't think it's an issue. Uh, they're just being still cautious with him. I fully expect him to play and play well. Uh, he might get a little help if he needs it on Sunday um, in the form of some medication maybe. Maybe takes a shot maybe, or something, painkiller or whatever, just to, to kind of ease it, numb it. But I think he'll play well. Yeah. Back, I mean, we always say it. I, I never feel good about somebody having a back injury. It probably won't go away if I had to guess. And he'll probably be limited a lot. But I don't think it'll be in the way of – it won't get in the way of him playing or playing well, I don't think. Hopefully not. I mean, that's the thing about backs. You just never know. And I know Brian's a big, you know, he'll say this to you, you know, that that this is when you worry about the guy waking up on a Sunday morning when you're sitting in, you know, New York about to play the Giants. You wake up Sunday morning and his back just is not cooperating. Yep. And, and you end up in a situation where you thought he was playing and then he doesn't. Um, that's what you fear. Hopefully it's not that kind of situation, but that's the thing about backs, right? You, you, anybody's had back issues, which I have, it's just it's a day to day thing, and you know until you're healthy. And typically to get healthy, you got to sit, you got to get away from everything. So if he's going into it with this, again, I'm not a doctor, but you would have to at least say that that you you kind of just keep an eye on it and just see kind of where it goes from here. If there are games where where maybe he is feeling a little bit more uncomfortable yeah. than others it's it's not ideal but through two days of practice he's he appears to be doing fine he was out there again so uh, yeah like I, it will probably be something we talk about throughout the year if i had to guess yeah. but he'll be out there sunday hey Amber, i'm gonna hijack your show for just a second i just saw something real quick on twitter i wanted to throw out and, and get some opinions looks like Ty, tyreek hill just agreed to a $54 million extension. Oh, my uh, God. Wide receiver. You have to be kidding me. No, 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 no. We're, I'm hosting this show. All You're right. not bringing contract I just talks throw it out back there. in here. A wide receiver. Wide receiver yeah. getting a, oh getting a new deal. 
So we'll see. We'll see how that affects Amari Cooper. That's eighteen a year. So yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. Establishing. Thank the you for the information. <laughs> we'll right, we'll sorry, get back sorry. on it next week. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll see how that affects everything else right, next good. week. All good. right, back on track. Travis Frederick, Jason Witten, <laughs> two guys that you know they've been doing well this offseason. They they look good. They've been nothing has popped up, you know, as far as them. But being out for a whole year, and now you talk about a game. How do you guys expect them to react when it comes down to a full, actual, full, real season game? Jason Witten, I, I just assume he's going to look like Jason Witten. Like, I assume it's going to look exactly the same as it did for most of his career. Like, he's going to play most of the snaps. Maybe not on Sunday, but at some point he's going to have a penalty that everybody kind of, you're like, well, okay, we'll let it go because it's Jason <laughs> Witten. And he'll catch, like... Six, four to eight passes for like 40 or 50 yards and hopefully a touchdown. Travis Frederick is the one that's interesting to me. I mean, he looked good in the preseason for what we saw, right? But is he back to being that ridiculous all pro? And I mean, I don't I don't have an answer for you. I hope he looks great. I think what was Dak sacked 50 times last year? 50, 46. 46. Or, I, th- I thought it was up there. 50, it was more 56. than 56. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah, it was, it was, a, but yeah, you're right. And you know, I second, just, right? Yeah, second most. Yeah, and Deshaun Watson, I think, was first. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. so, you know, <laughs> guys that are, you know, big, strong, athletic guys, I mean, those are the ones. Uh, but they're young quarterbacks. So they're young quarterbacks, and they still, it's all about recognition. We talked about earlier this week, and I think Frederick will help with that more than anything. It's just where the blitz is coming from, you know, how to slide the protection either way. And, and I, I think that will be the biggest uh, difference you see, and hopefully uh, you'll see it in the red zone. I'll say this. I don't think it'll just be those two guys. I mean, if you watched the game last night, and that's really a microcosm of what week one of NFL football really has become. So I think those guys will be working their way back. But guess what? Every other veteran Mm -hmm. that didn't play that much during the preseason that's still using basically this game as somewhat of a preseason game to get themselves right, that's probably what you're going to see on both sides. There's a lot of really dirty football that's playing being played in these first couple weeks in the NFL season because, you know, vets just don't play a lot. So having to play a full game just takes a little while, I think, sometime for them to, to get into full full form. It's going to bring back the whole, you know, should these guys be playing more in the preseason or what? I mean, you know, you, as soon as you start saying that, then a guy gets hurt and then he's out and then all the fans are like, that's stupid. But yeah. Trubisky, what, didn't throw a pass? And through a pass in the preseason. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying that they should. Like it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not saying they should. I just think that fans have to temper their expectations a little bit that in the first couple weeks of the NFL season, and it happens every year, there's a lot of football that just isn't great football because guys are having to use those games to get themselves right because they don't play much in the preseason. And I think the Cowboys probably played their vets more than most teams around the league, it seemed like this year, because it seemed like a lot of teams, like the Rams, they didn't play anybody pretty much the entire preseason. So I was gonna say, a lot of teams are doing that now. I don't, the starters got 30 snaps this preseason, so let's not act like it's a lot, but it's more than more, what yeah. a lot of teams have done. So maybe that'll help them for I the expect, record. I expect them to be crisp on offense. I you really, do. Yeah, even with Zeke coming back in three days, I, I think they're going to be good. I just don't see that. That you know, in middle middle of the second quarter, like here's another punt, like this is boring. I, I just don't see that happening in this game. Even if it is, and what they scored eight points in the opener last year. Obviously, a lot That's more, lot, lot more talent on offense this year. That's true, but 
even if it's the most boring football ever played, it's better than having football's back. Well, not like that, but it's better than <laughs> it's better than having lost one of them to a torn ACL in the preseason. Yeah. Like I'll take sloppy. You know, mm-hmm. people were tweeting me that last night because of how vocal I am. I don't care. Give me sloppy football with good players over. You know, having to look at somebody in a boot because they tore their ACL. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a quick Fair. break. When we come back, we'll get into game day inactives. We'll try to get that figured out, and then we'll hit the game day predictions. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com football. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. Price is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets to Today. Back to the break. Welcome back. Do you have something to read, Nick? I do. And this is a we've got a lot of brands going on here in this one. Alright. We got the Miller Light Cowboys Hour presented by Albertsons at the Omni Hotel. Join and it's at Neighborhood Services. So those four things going on here every Monday night, 6 p.m. after the Cowboys win against the Giants this weekend. Uh, you can listen to Brad, Kevin Turner, Taylor Stern. They'll be there and players at the Cowboys Hour presented by Albertsons. It's the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. It's it's pretty cool. Like if you ever head out there, um, they do it on the patio. Like the players will take photos and autographs. Yeah. And Tay and Brad are great, obviously. I it's highly recommend well. it if you're yeah. in the area. I don't know who this week's player is. Actually, I heard it is going to be. And that's always I'm tricky trying to, remember. to say who the player is going to be because it. Yeah. DeMarcus Ware. Nope. Nope. That's We're, on our that's, other show. That's for the other show. Well, just make sure to visit the website and, and follow <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, all the social no, media. No, it's Tony You'll Pollard. Able- it's Tony Pollard. Oh, sweet. Yeah, cool. it's Tony Pollard. Somebody else is with him, but I know it's Tony Pollard. He's one of the guys over there. All right. Game day inactives. Let's hit it. It's going to be tough this week. Just be. I mean, all right, well, 
your injuries are always where you start. And, and, well, not that anybody's sad about this, but we don't have a third quarterback to just automatically sit this year. Mike White's sad about it. He didn't have a job. <laughs> it's true. Um, so Donovan Wilson and Darian Thompson, no. They're, Luke Gifford. They're down. Luke Gifford's down. And that's honestly where it gets tough because – the team is healthy for the most part. You do have to keep in mind they're going to have to cut somebody to get Zeke onto the roster. They haven't done that Your yet. Your expectation of that is? Uh, if if you put a gun to my head, Adam Redman, I think. Oh. he's. I mean, or, or Brandon Knight, one of okay. those two. And you don't think it's running back. You think it's one of the other guys. I think maybe they're afraid. Not. If, I mean, Alfred Morris is a veteran, but I, I don't think they want to cut Alfred Morris. Yeah. I thought maybe they would at the start of the week, but I don't lean that way anymore. Okay. Um, so we need to get to eight. You need to get to eight. So one of the because two that you just mentioned, I think, one, is going to be inactive as well. I think so. Right. I think you, you. I think they're both on the list. Redmond and right. And that's what I'm saying. And I think one of them will get cut. Hopefully, bring him back on the practice squad or whatever. I don't know. So, but both of those guys. So Redmond, Knight, two guys to watch. Your three injured guys. That's five, right? Yeah. Um, a running back probably. A running back probably. Alfred, yeah, probably if, Alfred if he's not cut, Alfred Morris is probably inactive. So basically, one of those three is going to. So really, you Be should cut. count two because one of them might get cut. Yeah. So count. We're at five then. Well, we're counting eight players that are not going to be. Yeah, on this we're team counting to eight instead of seven because one of them is okay. getting cut. Right, yeah. um, so, so you have two more to go. Yeah. Defensive end. That's, uh, Joe Jackson probably. Brian Broadus is, and you can read this later today. Brian Broadus has an interesting suggestion that I think might make oh, taco. some. Uh, Taco? Try, try younger. Um, I don't know. Tristan Hill. Yeah. Make him inactive. They're going to have to make a tough call on the, on the defensive line. Let's put it that way, because everybody's healthy. I think that's an easy one. Like what? Why, why would you, you? Why would you have him out? Like well, because he's well, the rotation, right? He, he, you rotate your defensive line. He's fifty eighth overall pick. You would think he's good. And I mean, Tony Pollard but it's like was drafted in the fourth guys. round and was going to start before Zeke got here. Yeah. So it's it, it's just it's never a good look when a highly drafted guy is a healthy and active. We talked about it with Taco. I mean, if yeah, and it happened. So they're not yeah. afraid to do it. No, they're not afraid. Yeah. And. I don't know that, but again, they're going to have to make a tough call. So it's always about you know who does the most on special teams, defensive tackles, like other Typically than they don't. But Joe yeah. Jackson can actually run down on a kickoff if right. you need him to, and he can guys. play a little bit of tackle yeah, if they he'll want him play to in that as well. rotation. Yeah, so it's possible. I th- I think Taco is a possibility Ta- too. Right. I think and two out of those say. three for for the record, Joe Jackson is also probably possible. Two out of those three: Tristan Hill, Joe Jackson, Taco. Two out of those guys. Yeah. I think your hurt guys. Your offensive lineman, and then they'll have to make a call on the defensive yeah. line. No quarterback, no tight end, no wide receiver, no cornerback. I don't, I don't believe. Yeah. And safeties are already banged up, right. so it's really got to come from that defensive line, offensive yep. line, and, and yeah. the running back spot. And Jordan Chun, from what we've seen, he's doing a lot of special team stuff. So yeah. I can't imagine him being inactive. That's and so Sean Lee was at practice today. But he came in halfway through, which leads me to think maybe he was doing some rehab stuff. And he, he didn't have his helmet. He wasn't taking part in drills, which maybe he will. But I was kind of like, oh, Interesting. Sean, keep an eye on. Sean, you don't have your helmet on. Like It's going to be tough for them to get through this game if they only have basically four linebackers. So something to watch. I think, I think he'll play, but... Maybe he was just chilling. Or maybe they're just protecting him to yeah. make sure that by the day of the game, but, you know, we he's talk, ready. We talked about it, like with the the constraints on the roster right now. Like, I wouldn't be shocked to see Sean Lee do some special teams. I mean, we've been talking about it all through yeah. training camp. Okay, so, something to watch. I don't know. Okay, well, let's hit the game day predictions. 
who wants to get it started? We talking score? We talking like Both. what we expect? Both. Okay. Texas wins. Oh my god. <laughs> 45. You don't no, want 14. You 45 points. 45 points on LSU. <laughs> Come on. That's, I, that was just for fun. That I don't, was just for fun. That, that was a bonus. Be, that yeah. was a bonus prediction. All, All right. right. Go ahead and All give Cowboys, us the Cowboys, Cowboys versus Giants. I think Cowboys win. I think Cowboys win in a close, low-scoring game. I think they end up um, – let's go with 17-14. Wow. Take me through that. Why? Because I, I I'm still a believer that this will be probably an ugly game. I don't think both teams I don't think both teams will be operating at full go because I think that's what most teams do at this point. They aren't ready to go at full go because the guys haven't really done a lot, um, and so I think there'll be a lot of mistakes. Um, I think it, it'll whenever it starts going, you'll see it kind of pick up a little bit, but I don't think that'll happen the entire game. And I think at the end of the day, again, you're talking about. I think it's very similar to what you saw last night from the standpoint that these are two division opponents that are playing in the first game of the season. And so there's a lot about that that suggests the defenses will be better than the offenses, and that'll just take a while for the offenses to get going. So I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Okay. I was just talking to all the fans that are going through. It's a big group, isn't it? A big group. A lot of groups today. They're making a lot of money today or selling money or whatever they do. Selling money, yeah. saw an 88 jersey. I was like, turn around. I I mean, what is that? I, mean, I want to see, you know, is it Vervin? Is it Dez? Is it Give me the score, Nick. Jackie We're running Harris. out of time. Um, I think the Cowboys will win twenty-seven to twenty-one. I think it'll be a, it'll be a. I I don't think it'll be as close as, as the score. I think probably, the Giants will be the last one to score, but they'll just hang in there because Eli does that. He just hangs in there, and the Cowboys don't put teams just away. But I, I think uh, I said Zeke and uh, in our gut feeling, I said Zeke and Tony Pollard will will combine for two hundred all-purpose yards. I don't know if that's a lot. Seems like it kind of is, but both of them, they'll, they'll be good. Run, pass. Those running backs will get them 200 That's yards. That's a good expectation. Yep. I think uh, Ellis. Dalton Schultz is going to have a big, big play. Dalton Schultz. I okay. said it. Right. He's going to have something. Schultz. Third and four. The Schultz over the middle, 17 yards, first down. And then and, and everyone's going to look away like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens. I get about three people on Twitter that, that saw it and be like, it's kind of how it goes. <laughs> I think LSU's talent edge will win out like in the late third quarter, and Texas will just be out of gas, and LSU by fourteen or so. Somebody yeah, has to tell Dave that. Mode today? And someone will have to tell Dave about that because by no, third or fourth quarter you could be out. It, I was about to say out. if anybody's going to be out Stop. of gas, it will be Dave. <laughs> Stop! Y'all, y'all act like the this funny is my thing. First that, rodeo. The funniest thing you said though is you said LSU won't be able to handle the heat of Austin. <laughs> he was kidding. Like, I was kidding. Okay, good. I was kidding. Um, it was a joke. I, it makes me uncomfortable to be the Kool Aid drinker among the group because I'm usually not. But like, I just I, this shouldn't be a problem, honestly. I'm and sorry, sorry, Cowboys. You actually have to go out and play, and I know it's the NFL and all. There, everybody's good. I get that, but they should just be better than this team. They're at home. They have the better quarterback. They have the better defense. Uh, I mean, I, I wrote this in my gut feeling today. Like you could argue the Giants have the better running back. That's about it. Barely. I mean, barely. My mind. No, yeah, if, no, you went, if you went position saying, by position, you're absolutely right. All about I said that. was you could argue. And yeah. and oh, whoop de doo, we have Zeke, who if he's not as good as Saquon, it's by a very small margin. So the Cowboys are just better in every aspect of this game. Um, it plays well for them if it is a sloppy start because their defense should be awesome. Uh, they held the Giants to three points at AT&T last year before garbage time. I think, like, you know, they gave up ten points in the final four minutes when half the stadium had already gone home. Um, 
I th- I agree with you. I, I I think Dak balls out. I mean, you know, by Cowboy standards, this is still a run-heavy team, but I'm thinking three passing touchdowns, maybe he throws for 240 to 260, and the run game is there. Pollard and Zeke split it up. Um, I said 31-17. It, it, you know, there aren't you very rarely see real deal blowouts in the NFL, but I think the Cowboys would just have control of this, you know, in the fourth quarter. Stick it right up your rear. Here, he, here you go. He mentioned Pollard. I want to ask you this question, Dave, because I know you're in the same boat as I am. Are you considering starting Pollard in fantasy? He's on my bench, but I also have Zeke, so no. So you want, oh, you have Zeke, okay. Yeah. Um, would you? I if, actually, if for, for, you know what? For a person that has only Pollard, would you start him? Somebody asked me that on Ask the Boys, which I think we're running today, Caden. Um, yes. Yeah, thank you. Um, if you're going to do it, I would do it this week. And only this week, because this is the one week where there might be anything close to an even share of work. But... If you have anybody else, yeah. I would like you got to have you got to be pretty. There's like a 16 desperate. team league. There's, like it would be yeah. have to go deep yeah. rosters. There's there. just yeah. got to be there's got to be a receiver on your bench who's got a better chance of having a good game than Tony Pollard. Which maybe it'll hit for you, but I just I wouldn't want to risk. I'm it. playing him against. I'm thinking about him against Marvin Jones, and I'm just like, no Ugh. way, no way. I know. I is know. it a PPR league? Yes. And I, no, Marvin Jones is by far. Marvin the Jones guy that is going to catch think. like six balls for sixty yards at minimum. You would hope so. I there's I just, just don't love Detroit offensively. But go ahead, that's fine. I, LSU contracts, fantasy, fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, there's it's a Friday. They even hit the t-shirt. It is a Friday. That's Twins are wearing over here. I honestly think I bet there's a lot of people listening that do want like who are wondering if Tony Pollard right. is no, a worthwhile. That's why. That's why I threw show. it out. We had a I do think there are, there are people. You want to be on it? No, I don't. Yeah. We don't need to do fantasy every week, but this week I think that's no, a that's relevant a, question. I would I, maybe you know, and I hope Tony Pollard. I, I hope he has a great game. It would be really funny if three days after Zeke signs for a hundred million, if Tony Pollard has like eighty yards and a touchdown, but. I, it's just not a good bet. It's I, especially if you have Marvin Jones, who's yeah. like the only thing resembling a weapon on Detroit's offense. Him and Galladay. I'll say Galladay's pretty good. I think we talked about this earlier. I think if he gets a kickoff return, he's going to do something with it because I hope so. Just having running backs back there. It's one thing to have receivers and corners and fast guys that do it, but the running backs are trained to to, to you know hit the hole and and have the vision. With the speed and the acceleration, I think, you know, the, the, you don't see a lot of running backs that are starting type of running backs that are kickoff returners. I think if he gets one, he he has a chance to really do something with it. He scores this year. That's my prediction for him. He'll score as a, as as a, a kickoff. Return. No, as a oh, kick returner. Oh, okay. yeah. I like I think, I think like, you're absolutely right. Okay. Oh my God, I it's hope a great so. prediction, Nick. He's going to score this season. As a just, kick returner. I know. This could maybe. Damn. It's, maybe it's famous last words, but I just. This it's just this shouldn't this game shouldn't be a problem. Uh, everything hope on, not. everything on paper says it shouldn't be, which obviously the games aren't played there. But yeah, let's take our final break, and when we come back, we'll wrap it up and just find wrap finalize some things here. I have a question for you guys coming up next. Who's going to be Dak's favorite target this season? Hmm. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay. What's not too? Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. 
Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for Tailgate with the Otterbox Boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the crockpot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64 ounce the growler. Hmm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the break. All right. We keep talking about how much talent there is on this team. Both sides of the ball, one of them being on the offense. You know, you got so many different targets that you could easily argue that would be Dak's favorite target. But based on what you've seen so far, what do you think would be his best option every time as an unusual target all throughout the season? Amari Cooper. I, I think I, I know that's the easy one, but he's the one that's going to be making $19, 20000000 million a year. He runs the best routes. He He's a very smooth uh, um, operator. Receiver. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's a smooth operator, um, I guess. Um, saw that barbershop thing. He was pretty, you know, he's a good chess player, you know. Great chess player. So he's thing, not cussing out the GM at practice. He isn't. Which, yeah. yeah. Just saying. Yeah. He certainly is not. That matters. Yeah. But the guy, you know, I'm glad they got rid of him. So, um, it's you know, I just think he's the best option for Dak because, I hate saying it, he's probably Dak-friendly the most of, of anybody because he can go deep, he can go short, and he, you know, makes plays. And, I mean, anybody that can go 90 yards for a touchdown and do most of the work on his own, I mean, that's that's a guy you want to throw the ball to. A lot of ways to answer that because you got Amari. Zeke had 77 catches last year, mm-hmm. and you would hope that Kellen Moore can use him even more efficiently and then Jason Witten should be a reliable guy who's just always there, even if they're not game-changing plays. And Gallup, he's been making all kinds of plays. But the we kind of talked game. about that, yeah. though. Like I, In a run-heavy offense with so many other guys, I just have a hard time imagining Gallup. I mean, 60 catches is like a ceiling, probably, but right? But the thing about that is, and I know I'm, I'm going old school here, but... Alvin Harper was here? was a guy that fans will oh I love Alvin Harper he caught 40, 40 passes a year no that's what yeah that's what but you he was want and dunking the ball over the goalpost sure. big plays yeah. Gallup can be that guy of course he can that's I'm and that's that's yeah. kind of my point is there's a million different ways to answer you're talking explosiveness you're talking volume I think Amari Cooper will lead the team in catches the guy and I, and I think Zeke is gonna have a boatload hopefully. Um, so maybe not favorite, but the guy that I'm most excited about or I have the most hope for is probably Randall Cobb. 
and I think I'm I'm biased because I liked him so much in Green Bay, and I loved him coming out of college, and I remember all the great plays that he made. But if he's healthy, I think he could be huge, and he kind of gets forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how it goes. You know, I you know I think there's a narrative that maybe he's you know he's done or he's kind of. He's past his prime, and we'll see. I don't think so. He's looked. I mean, he, he had his ups and downs at camps, but he's he's looked good, and I think he's ready for the season. I hope he has a big year. I think the most under the radar guy in the passing game, a guy that I believe will probably jump from three to twenty five catches this year, is Jameez Olawale. I think that big they time. will use him oh a lot out of the backfield. I tend to forget about him. Yeah, and Kellen Moore hasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and let's see if he's. And I know fans are saying, "Well, hope he catches better than he did in Indianapolis <laughs> when he dropped the sure fire touchdown." But I think they're going to use him a lot in it, kind of a dynamic type of fullback, if that those two words can be in the same sentence. And I think you'll, you'll see a little bit more out of him. Maybe not twenty five. That's a lot. But that's one of the things. That's one of the things I love about this offense. There are if the if the coordinator can do this the right way. There are so many different ways you can attack a defense with the kinds of talent they have. They are not the kind of de- offense that sometimes you get in a, in a mode where the kind of offense you have, it's kind of the, the guys kind of do the same things. They have a lot of different guys that do a lot of different things. And so if you mix it all together well, I think this offense can be really, really dynamic. Uh, just thinking about the the great players you have and then the role players that you have, I think it's really a great assembly of, of talent. I hope – sorry, Nick. I just I hope Kellen Moore – is better at getting everybody involved. Cause, I mean, and that's that's just the top. Like Cooper's going to get his, Witten's yeah. going to get his, but Tavon Austin is. I'm I'm fascinated if he can stay healthy. Nobody's yeah. they're not leaning on him, but he has that explosiveness. Tony Pollard, obviously, yeah. there's so much he can do. It's a lot of talent. Then, there's a lot of talent. Blake Jarwin had three touchdowns last time yeah. they played the Giants. Yeah, there's a lot of talent, and and I think it's what's good is that you really don't seem to have a lot of egos of I got to get this guy the mm-hmm. ball or whatever. I mean, think about it. Do if you have a single one? Is there no. a single person that's like, but he's got to have the ball, he's or yeah. he's going to be a. Problem. And that's what's great about the, the the fact that this offense can be very similar to I guess what's going on in New England. I mean, who who do you think is the best quarterback in the league? Is it still Brady? Mahomes, Mahomes, I think Mahomes think, is the best player. But Brady's got to be right up there. Oh, definitely, of course, yeah. right, just for his body of work, right? Was he drafted in any of y'all's fantasy leagues? No. I mean, high, very late, very yeah. late. That's the thing. But he's still going to be productive. He's still going to move it. It's going to be efficient. Dak can be that type of guy where, like you said, two hundred forty yards is not great, but if he can get three touchdowns and that's, lead him in there four times, that's something that always makes me mad. You know, and everybody wants to argue about Dak and his contract. Like he's only got. <laughs> Four three hundred yard games. Is this is the most they run do. heavy like team like in on the Twitter, league. That's how they yeah. that's how they oh, everybody on Twitter sounds like that. That's how they say. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like. Why are you judging Dak off three hundred yard passing games when this is a team that wants to just pound the air out of the ball? Like they're the, airing it out. That's not the formula that they've chosen for success. Yeah. That's not what they want to do. And you need to, obviously, but because fan, because so, fans really do look at fantasy football. But that being said, that being said, I do think that they will have a more dynamic part of their offense this year in the passing game than they've had before. So I'll ask you guys this question: On an over under, let's say it's let's just say eight for for jokes. Um, over or under number of three hundred yard games that that Dak will have this season? Uh, under, under, mm, probably under. Yeah, I'd say four or five. Just like Dave four said. or five. I just don't think that's his that's his style, and I don't think that those games are going to be good games. The, the, you know, go go back and look at Troy Aikman's career. I mean, I know it's a different era a little bit, yeah. but his best games, passing wise, were all losses. He threw for four fifty five in a game one time, lost bad. 
the su- the sweet spot for this offense should be Dak going over 200, being efficient, not turning the ball over, and the team running for anywhere from 140 to 180. That's everybody. Zeke, Pollard, Dak. That's I mean, that's your recipe for success. Yeah. So yeah, I would say under, but that won't that's not an indictment on Dak. Right. And and the and the flip side for the defense is the defense is gonna be good. Where they need to improve is just get the ball out. I mean you know, and we saw it in training camp. Yeah. We saw it in training camp and we've seen them do it in preseason games. So if they can be just as good as they were last year but increase the turnovers, man, it's gonna be nasty. Yep. I just feel good in the in the fact that I don't feel like right now you're having to rely just on your defense. You feel like your offense is going to be able to help you out. I hope that, that's the I mean, hope. Yes, it's it's all there on paper for them to be a top five offense. I mean, like what? what no more excuses. That, yeah, that's basically. It? I mean, they got to be better than twenty two points a game. I feel like hanging that's with, what, with the boys. All right, they're the coming up yeah, next. They're, they're tired of us. <laughs> they're trying to get us off the air. But before we say bye, if you've been watching us on your computer, on your phone, and you see Derek and I looking pretty good today. It's because of the shirt that we're wearing. I actually have one, too. We... You don't have to. It's, un- yeah. <laughs> it's underneath? Under my LSU Okay, polo. then you're looking good, too. Yeah, there you, you go. you should have worn that instead of the LSU Sorry. shirt. My bad, bad. Throwing it back, we have uh, Roger Staubach shirt. They're pretty Roger cool. Dodging. Really soft and comfortable. You can find it on the Pro Shop. Just go online, look it up. and Not only that, we'll have a new one next week and the Every week after week. that. Every week. Yeah. So there are all these former great players out of there. And current. And, and a couple yeah. current. Yeah, a couple yes. current. But every week they'll have a different one. So go check it out. Really All right. Cool well, football is back. Be ready for this Sunday. Giants against the Cowboys. We'll be ready to come back on Monday to talk about the win. First win of the season. <laughs> season. season. Can't say that. Seasoning. <laughs> All right. For Derek Eagleton, Nicky Man, David Hellman, go and Amber Garcia. <laughs> this has been The Break on DallasCowboys.com. Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?